Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer in studio today. Travis Waldstein, air serve heating and air conditioning and Council Bluffs. He is the wandering HVACer back in town. Yes, I am. I, you had some great pictures, though, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I did have some great pictures. Yeah, Fun time with Madison for the Iowa-Wisconsin game. Middle of the third quarter, I made national TV because everybody started texting me. And that's <laughs> they thought I would turn the ball over with the D-line and when they thought caught it. And they're, so they're showing the play, and all I'm seeing up around all these Wisconsin fans, right? And all the Wisconsin fans are cheering, and I'm just sitting there shaking my head, going, "Oh my God, what a terrible play!" And yeah, so everybody says, "Yeah, Travis being on TV," and that's what every Iowa fan thinks, right? Now. <laughs> I was curious, and and I don't know if you remember. Obviously, there was a fumble recovery that turned out uh, well. The Iowa did not get it, and they thought they'd stopped him on fourth down, and yep. it didn't happen. I had the benefit of replay on television, yep. so I could see it. But if you, as you were there live watching that play did mm-hmm. you think that the officials got it right because i'm thinking it occurred to me right in my head yeah. that uh oh travis isn't gonna like this and then i got a turnover a recovery on the next play I after th- that i but. think i know which one you're talking about it was yeah. a fourth down play that he fumbled but he said he was short of the line again and then i think that he, he fumbled it past the yeah. line again i think they, actually i think they got it right because they had it in the stadium it's like yeah you know i i said i think i was gonna lose right this okay one. so no i would Actually, the stadium, the only thing I'd say about uh, the stadium in Madison is like at Kinnick, you got the TVs on the north end and the south end. Right. Well, up in Wisconsin, they don't have anything on the south end. There's everything, so you have to always turn and look to the north side of the stadium <laughs> to see what's going on. So if everybody's looking to the, depending on what way, the TV is looking to the right, because that's where the TV's at, right. where you can watch the replay. But uh, great scene, uh, went to went hung out before the game, did some tailgating at Scani's. They had the Wisconsin band come marching through. Really? During the game. I mean, yeah, there was Iowa fans, Wisconsin fans. Great. I mean, just fun. We went to a Wisconsin bar after the game. Of course, I'm in my Iowa stuff. And, of course, you know, the bartenders thought I was somebody else. that says, I'm going to give you so much. They realized it wasn't. I said, you can give me crap all day if you want. I said, we won. <laughs> and then I found out that Torn Young's brother-in-law, our best friend, was on his way to the bar. Well, he didn't quite make it. Evidently, he'd had too much to consume. <laughs> and he's trying to FaceTime him. Says, hey, we got a couple Iowa fans here tomorrow. Uh, but no, great city, great venue. Blast. We came back. while well, we went through uh, Prairie du Chien in McGregor, Iowa. I know uh, very, very well. My grandparents lived in both towns. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, McGregor, so with the Pike Peak. Pikes Peak State mm-hmm. Park, uh, absolutely fantastic, and then uh, enjoyed it. Spent two nights in the Mississippi in Dubuque. Stopped in Balltown. Balltown is like the oldest rest has the oldest restaurant in the state of Iowa, and it's got this fantastic view to the northeast where you can see the valley and you can see right. the Mississippi. You know, and it was just nice to get away, not think about work, you know, and especially with being fall, a lot of the colors were changing a little bit later this year than usual. So it wasn't the full reds and oranges that you might see, but boy, I mean, in the place we stayed, Dubuque was right on the river. I mean, it, it was a home that they had redone right on the river and then went into downtown Dubuque. You know, we did some shopping, did took the world's shortest train line that goes up to the top yeah, of the hill. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, with the Dolph's bar there, and of course, Gary Dolphin was there, pumped up the radio station. We talked for about 10, 15 minutes, got a picture, got a signed poster. And he's like, these people are here from Council Plus. I said, yeah, I had to stop and check it out. So, uh, 
good time, and then we came back, got back home late on Tuesday. Wife was tired of traveling, her her back was bothering her, she was missing the dogs, and uh, it was good to be back. I, I was going to be back, but I was glad we got away. It was fantastic. It is a, it, it's a bit of a jaunt getting over to that part of the state from here. Yeah. I mean, it takes a while, but uh, it is very, very beautiful, and this time of year is perfect. Oh, uh, well, and that's just it. And with the time of year for the Wisconsin game, I mean, it was a little bit rainy that morning, but she was 60 degrees. I just had a pullover. I mean, it was – you listen – Listen, people in Wisconsin are large like me, so you get lots of people in a skinny 17 foot seat. Yeah, it was very close. The one gal in the end on the seats where Ashley says, Can you scoot down? And I looked at her and said, Have you looked at the large men that are sitting in this aisle? I'll, I'll go over here. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make her feel bad, but it's like, Listen, you can only squeeze fat so far. So. <laughs> how, how was the jump around thing for the fourth quarter? Did it start to feel like an earthquake? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Felt a little bit like an earthquake, yeah. So it was pretty cool. Actually, I was right up. I was two rows up. So and they had the bull literally right in front of us. I mean, literally, you could reach out and touch it. And then the president of the swarm for Iowa Athletics, he – he was literally right there. I yelled at him and talked to him for a little bit at the football game. I mean, literally, I it was like for me sitting to you, being able to see the players and right. see what's going on. I mean, it was – I didn't know what the seats were. I knew they were in the Northeast, but it was fantastic. Like I said, I'll go back to Wisconsin when Iowa plays again. I had that much fun with it. A couple of years probably, I think, is uh... – when well, I go back. well, they're going to play Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Nebraska annually. So, I mean, you know, even with the changes, they've already announced that those will be permits on Iowa's schedule, which I'm just fine with. So, it'll be good. So, Circle of Trades, today we wanted to talk a little bit about, and there's, I don't know how new the technology is anymore, but there are folks that are a little nervous that things are going to be either iRobot or yeah. <laughs> something from uh, Terminator, mm-hmm. you know, well, Cyberdyne uh, Systems. Uh, you know, it's called AI or artificial intelligence or whatever. You know, the stuff that I've seen, and I mean, all of a sudden you're starting to see some weird stuff. It's like the whole Brian Ferentz parody or the Matt Campbell parody, right. you know, where they talk about it looked like Brian, sounded like Brian. It's thought about, well, our offense sucks and blah, blah, blah. And then Matt Campbell had said something. That I think they did something with Dabo. So you're starting to see some of the stuff come out. It's like, is it really true or is it, you know, yeah. AI? And uh, where this came up for discussion is I, I did not go to my franchise reunion in Denver, Colorado. That's why I'm in such a good mood. I'm actually fantastic. <laughs> I'm relaxed. So anybody from my franchise that's listening to me, there's reasons I did not go to Denver. But uh, you just didn't want to go to the Buffalo game. Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean the 29, up 29, uh, blow the lead debacle? Um, so there's some stuff that came about AI, and my franchise or the network has, uh, and I don't care if I get in trouble for saying it or not, has decided they're going to totally embrace it and all in. Um, I'm not going to be a, pretend to be an expert in AI. I think AI has been around for quite a while. I don't think it's a brand new thing. I think, you know, there's places where you can use it that maybe help formulate ideas. So if you come up with ideas or opinions or whatnot, but got some real concern, you know, from a security side for, you know, from management side. So if you're, let's say you're running a business or you're running a podcast or you're trying to promote and, and do stuff, um, 
you know, that, you know, what's yours is yours, if, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know Hollywood just kind of went on strike, and the whole reason they went on strike was because of the whole, if they have your voice and if they have their visual, who owns that? Can they pay royalties, you know, on artificial intelligence? I mean, there were, I mean they had quite a long writer strike out there, and now they're supposed to have an actor strike. This has actually happened in just strictly the voiceover industry. There's a lady, her name is Bev Standing, and she's a voiceover artist. And I forget, it might have been TikTok or or somebody. She was on an airplane, and someone was watching a video, and she heard her own voice that she knew she didn't record. And it started an entire lawsuit. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, I know exactly the kind of stuff you're talking about. Well, you know, and then, you know, so when this stuff's going on, you know, they're, they're, they have an initiative, and I'm not going to get into all the bolts, but from what I've been reading about it, they're wanting to fully I- embrace the artificial intelligence. And, and here's my thing. I think it has a place. I, I think there's certain things that you can do with it. But my question is, how do you manage it? How do you control the narrative of it when you're using AI to do certain things? What I don't want is pitting people or people putting things out there that, you know, that they say I said something that's not the case, you know, where they could do a voiceover, whatever, or, you know, let's say, you know, you put certain guarantees or you put something in, you know, writing or you do certain things or you post certain stuff on your, on your Facebook page or you post certain stuff on your website and you're using AI to control that. Well, what happens, you know, if the technology goes wrong? What happens if, you know, you don't have a great marketing plan? How do you manage it and how do you control it when things go bad? You know, let's, right. you know, I mean, the, the world, I mean, if you understand about IT and, and cybersecurity, I mean, the government hires hackers. I mean, what, what do hackers do? They break the law. They go hack into stuff. You know, they, they have hackathons in college. That's part of their job. Well, you know, with AI, you know, it takes it to another Not only are you hacking into stuff, but you can impersonate stuff. You can impersonate things. They, they could actually put stuff out there that you didn't say. So from a social media or from a marketing standpoint, you know, they could take your company and, you know, you could, they could literally trash your company or say that you do or don't stuff that you don't do. And who, who controls that? How do you, how do you manage that? How do you stay on top of that? And I've got some, and I've got some real concerns about, you know, what's out there. There's not a lot of laws in, yeah, there's a lot of lawsuits. And I think the, the government has not stepped in yet. And I think it's a scary game to get into if you do not know all so 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 in, what I'm hearing then is concerned from if someone were to create something like that, and let's say that you've got a lot of digital advertising out there, and then somebody from AI and is able to copy your voice and make it say something that you did not want to say, what laws are in place to protect you from that? Exactly. You know what kind of control, what kind of narrative? You know they're they've got a you know they've got a well, I'll call it a heroes campaign that I, I, that they're talking about rolling out right now. I, I don't have a problem with heroes per se. I believe that you know heroes are everyday people that maybe do something extraordinary. You know if you're going to use that for a marketing campaign and you're going to promote AI to help promote this program or this campaign, 
what happens when the campaign goes bad? What happens when the customer has a less than great experience? You know, are you setting up the expectation? You know, what are you saying the expectation? Are you setting the expectation for failure? Um, is it a case that, hey, you're promoting this, but really you're, you're just the person that's out doing their job every day? So, you know, and, and with the AI part of it, I just see, I think when you're looking at it from a social media standpoint and from a marketing standpoint, it sounds great, and, and I'm not against promoting it, but how are you going to manage it and how you can control it, and when you have a problem, how are you going to resolve it, if that makes sense? It does. I have some experience with AI, but not in the type of thing that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more of a chat GPT thing, which is a website that it you can ask it uh, all kinds of things and it's going to kick things back to you. And I've used it to have get ideas about advertising, such as mm -hmm. how to come up with a concept about it. And, and I, I was thinking about something. Actually, I pulled a website up here mm -hmm. and I was going to give it a shot and just see what it said about air serve heating and air conditioning and let's just say that uh what we're gonna i'm typing it in right now i'm gonna go 30 second ad air serve heating and air conditioning let's just leave it at that see what it kicks out at yep. here and it just it wrote an ad and this is designed for i said 30 second ad what the heck this looks like two minutes <laughs> <laughs> hey we're slow readers in iowa yeah and plus it's it i said ad i didn't say radio ad Radio. <laughs> so I'm changing this now to audio only, and I'm having to do play-by-play -play as I'm doing this because this is not a video uh, podcast. Yes. And it's generating something again. Here's a narrator. It says, ready for reliable, affordable, and expert heating and cooling solutions? Contact AirServe Heating and Air Conditioning today. You know, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> and I think stuff like that could be very good. Yeah, or here's uh, air serve heating and air conditioning where comfort meets quality. Yeah, and that's not bad. Now that's not your slogan, but no. that's not that's not bad. But what I use it for is not to get it to actually write an entire ad for me, but just to give me an idea. Yeah, my thing with it is, and you know, we try to do. Uh, you know, my thing is, we have professionals that do our, our that do jobs, go out and do service, install, maintenance. You know, we hire people, we train them, and they're professionals. And, and so when you throw that word heroes out there, I, I would never consider myself a hero for what I do for heating and air conditioning. You know, it, it's the same difference. Yes, I was in the Navy and I was in the National Guard. You know, they, yeah, you know, I have people take me all the time and said, you know, it's a decision I decide to make. Um, you know, I, you know, yeah, I did it. I made a decision to do it. Frankly, there were some needs where I need to get the hell out of town. You know, to be able to join the military, glad I did it, great experience. I, and I appreciate people saying thank you, but I don't need that thanks. And, and so when you, you know, when you start throwing words out like hero, and then you start throwing out some of the stuff with artificial intelligence and some of the stuff that can happen, there's some stuff that's very good, but if you get someone that has a bad experience and is a little bit tech savvy, I think they could really create some problems for you. It's not very hard for you to go out and make a parody and do whatever, and all it would take is one customer experience to have a bad experience to, to flip your to flip the apple cart. And not only does it do it just for one concept, it could do it for several concepts. So, you know, I, I talked with, I guess, what I would call an expert this morning, and he's somebody's in the IT security business, and it's a big challenge right now in the IT world because it's not regulated. It, it's just not regulated. There's no laws. 
And so if you're going to jump into it, you need to understand that it sounds great until you get burnt. And how are you, you know, how are you going to manage that? If you can't manage a marketing department and you can't manage to put a marketing plan together, how the heck are you going to manage AI as part of that? Well, there is a lot of good points there. I've seen some things that it bothers me when someone thinks they're just being creative and creating a parody of, you know, Joe Rogan got hit with this thing and made it sound like he was saying something that he never said. Mm-hmm. And I can still recognize when a, a mouth isn't moving correctly, but they're getting very, very close to where you won't be able to recognize that anymore. And then at that point, what do you ever believe? Mm-hmm. What possible, you know, video proof is no longer proof yeah it's not because the ai is is getting to that level so i i think it's something if you're going to do it you have to be able to manage it and frankly that's one one of my big concerns with it you know and and everybody's like well what's this have to do about trades well here's the thing where this actually affects everybody it it really affects everybody in, in what they do as far as a trade as far as a business as far as you know, what they do. I do enough to handle my own reputation. Just go look at my Facebook if you don't believe me. There's a reason I don't run for politics, okay? <laughs> I, I'm going to get thrown out. It's not a secret. Yeah, I've wondered many times that, uh, Travis, do you mean to do that? And then I, oh, it's Travis. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. You know, and you said one time, you know, I, I could talk to somebody nice and I could offend them in the same sentence and they think it's funnier than hell. And it's yeah. like, yep, that's, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I have some concerns with it, and so, you know, with, with came out of the meetings, and I said, I was not there firsthand, but understanding what little I do and looking at it, I have concerns about putting the carts before the horse, and, and when I comes back to talking to young people, you know, that are wanting the computers, or if they're wanting to get into, you know, security and, you know, protecting the stuff, this is, AI is an avenue, I think it's probably the next avenue it's going to explode. But the problem is, is is it going to explode in a good way? Is it going to explode in a bad way? It's going to do both. You can't have you can't have anything good without someone with ill intent taking advantage of it and doing bad things. Mm-hmm. It's universal, and it's been going on forever. Yeah, go to Twitter. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, or X, whatever. Yeah, what, Twitter X, whatever it's called. I stay off there. Yeah. That's, um, I'm, and it, the same thing too with the comments sections. I just I stay out of there. I I go there to read about the Hawkeyes and Lewis Central and some football stuff. But as far as comment, I comment a lot on Twitter. I'll put more stuff out on Facebook. You, you know, but you know that's where you go to get a lot of places. That's where you go to get information. I guess Facebook has got whatever their pages. I or yeah, I think it's Facebook. It's got like a Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure someone will tell me, hey, this is what the account is. I just think you're opening up at a Pandora's box without fully understanding the Pandora's box. And I guess my thing is there's opportunities to get into that. I think it's evolving. I don't think you probably have, if you know how to run a computer and a microphone and do a lot of this stuff and you involve it, it's probably something you don't need to have a degree in. But you know what's gonna you know what's gonna control good content, bad content, and how is that gonna be policed at the end of the day? And I you know I don't want to be a police. You want you want free speech first amendment, but the last thing I need to do is be in a lawsuit getting slandered or the company getting slandered because of something I didn't say because it was put on right you know a Twitter or you know somebody you know hijacked it and put it on a Facebook and said hey we said this or or that and I. 
my thing is tread lightly before if 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 you don't understand it totally understand legal ramifications i think you need to think real hard before as a franchise and i'm speaking to specifically somebody today they need to think really hard about this before they go down this avenue if you know what i'm saying i don't know if if it's ai doing it or what but with the radio station we put up you know pictures saying that we're going to be if we're doing a ball game or something like that and we started getting slammed with comments underneath from different what appear to be fake pages saying click here to be able to watch the game on video and, it, and the whole thing, which is not true, mm-hmm. by the way. We're, there was one from just a volleyball match last night. So again, for folks familiar with Iowa, you'll, you'll recognize this right away what the problem is. The name of the account that was posting this with a, some kind of link that I don't know where it went to was the Iowa High School Athletic Association. Okay. This is a volleyball match. Yeah. No. no. Because, athletic union. Yeah, yeah, because, yes, because Iowa has two separate, and, and whoever did this doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. So Iowa has an association for the boys and has a union for the girls. girls yeah. And it's Iowa. High School Athletic Yeah, both the Iowa Girls Athletic Union. It's or, it's a better RAND program than the Iowa High oh, School. Oh, yeah, that's a whole different yeah. podcast, and I will agree with you completely <laughs> on that. But... <laughs> The Iowa High School Athletic Association has nothing to do with girls' volleyball in the state of Iowa, but this was the link, and there was a link on there. We ended up with one that had five different comments underneath of it from different sources. Was this AI just throwing things out on us? Was this someone specifically choosing to put these links on there that goes through and looks for anything? Because it's not anybody that actually follows our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. These are the type of things that can happen, and now... I didn't click on the links. I just went through and deleted them because I didn't know what would happen if I did, and I wasn't going to test it. But if someone did do it, thinking they were going to be able to watch it, and then something bad happened, such as they got hacked because they just allowed something into their computer through that link, now that was on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And are they going to hold us liable for it? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a difficult thing, and I do understand that protections need to be in place, I think. I think you have a valid point there. Well, and that's my thing. I, I just, you know, I think sometimes ideas are great, not against ideas, because that's what makes this country work. I do not have all the ideas in the world, but I think there's also one of the, and that's why there's lawyers in this country too. You know, lawyers are to make sure that, you know, you keep honest people honest and dishonest people, you know, whatever. But you know, there's a reason we have laws, there's a reason we have attorneys, because shit happens. Let, let's call it for what it is. And, uh, if you don't protect yourself, you know, last thing, I, and I love my lawyer friends, don't get me wrong, but I don't need to go see my lawyer friends, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Unless we want to drink beer or talk football, I, I don't need to have regular conversations with my attorney about legal stuff. I, and so, yeah, so that's kind of my spin for the day. Did you watch Caitlin Clark or the deal on something? I didn't see it, no. Yeah. Uh, it it uh, looks cool. It looked really cool. I saw some highlights. 55,000 people at Kinnick for watching basketball game. Yes, I know. Lincoln filled the volleyball st- I I get that, but two totally different deals. Right. You know, so. Well, Memorial Stadium holds a lot more people yeah. than Kinnick does anyway. Yeah, well, they never fill it, but they say they do. But that's a straight thing. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to get through without a shot against well, Nebraska? Well, 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 you know, everybody knows I think that that. Listen, they, they, listen they, they sell the tickets. Okay, I'll give you that. But there's been a lot of games where they haven't had 88 or 91,000 or whatever there is in the stadium. Call for what it is. It's great you sell out the tickets, but it, 
is it a sellout when 15,000 fans don't show up for a game? I was at a Vikings-Falcons game years ago that they were saying, oh, it's the number whatever sellout in a row, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, we're at about 75% capacity here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Hey, do you know what I learned this week? Did you know up in Minnesota, this is my Vikings fan, especially my buddy Lauren that lives up in Northwest Iowa, my brother-in-law. Did you know the Vikings fans, Vikings pump noise into that stadium? They're not supposed to. Atlanta got in a lot of trouble for doing that. Uh, Minnesota, Kansas City, they, they were talking about this on the radio when I was listening last week. Kansas City fans were talking about it, oh, that it was terrible how bad it is with them piping noise into the stadium up in Minneapolis. And Falcons got busted for it, and mm-hmm. I think they got fined. Well, um, yeah, so. well, they're doing it up in Minneapolis too, So, so which I hope the Vikings go 0-17. I guess they've won two games, so I'm going to go 2-15. 2-15. Yeah. Well, well, the, well, they they played the Bears. Something had to give. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't it, a lot of points. That's like, that's like the that's like the Broncos and the Bears. So, but it, but my Packers get to play the Broncos on Sunday. If if the Packers lose, I got one guy work. I'll never hear the end. So, <laughs> especially as bad as Denver is, but that'd be my luck. So, well, we welcome you back, sir. And yes. uh, and as I said, I was looking at the pictures, especially from uh, Pikes Peak State Park, which to me, there's there's a lot of state parks I haven't been to that I think would be great and I want to get to. But of all of them that I've ever been to in the state of Iowa, that's the top of my list. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's actually the same guy, Colorado. Same guy. Right. It's, same guy. it's just this was the original, and then it went Colorado, and obviously the name stuck out there. Same guy, the history uh, Piast, you know, um, uh, Julia Dubuque was it was how Dubuque was named, and then his best friend was in India. P- P- I believe it's Piasta, Piosta, Piasta up there. He was like the head, it, the first Indian, and they were they were good friends actually. So this was before you know the white people came in and took over the Indians and you right. know, want reparations and all that other stuff. But it's kind of interesting to learn the history up there and you know no one thinks of North, northeast iowa was the first tourist destination but i'm gonna tell you what i i told my wife i said that's if i was gonna buy, buy move to another place in iowa if i could get a place up there in the mississippi river yeah i'd probably move there. yeah it's beautiful all the way up and down it's having the missouri on this side it's it's different scenery mm-hmm. it's definitely, it definitely different. peace the hell to denver <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Travis Waldstein, your sir, being here and uh, Council Bluffs, the podcast is Circle of Trades. A new episode is out next week. Until then, take care.